beast is making me What's time but a thing they kill or keep a fire or lose a living I gotta go faster, keep up the pace Just to stay in the human race I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to sate, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion Buenos nachos amigos and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers I'm Petey Ray, your man with no plan And here with me is my team, my squad, my peoples uh, we've got Brett. Are you ready for some football? Mm-hmm. We've got Swagger. Um, calling us fantastic is worrying mm-hmm. to me, I guess. Wow. Fantastic, baby. Uh, and we've got Drew. I don't know if when I set squad goals, I signed up for this. <laughs> squad goals. Uh, hashtag squad goals. Uh, we're here to talk about music and the provider of said music is none other than a Swagger Patrick. What do you got for us this week? I am bringing the electropunk goodness of Adam and his package and his album Attention, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an interesting album, to say the least. Uh, I'll start with Drew. What were your expectations coming into this album? Well, the weird thing about Adam and his package um, is that I sort of knew what I was getting into already. I knew the... Insanity. We'll get to that a little later that I was getting into already. I was, uh, I liked myself some mid and late 90s uh, punk and emo and underground music of that nature. And when you're in that sort of scene, Adam and his package came up a lot. So back when I was a teenager, I just sort of stumbled into it thanks to the likes of the emo punk scene and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. uh, Brett, yeah, what expectations, yeah. <laughs> what expectations did you have coming into this album? Uh, you know, expectations when it, when it's something that you don't necessarily by name, <laughs> you, I knew the name, knew of the name. Um, I spent time in Pennsylvania when this was happening. I, the, the there's things that I ran into, that I that happened then, and I don't put a name to it. Um, you know, I I've heard at least one of the tracks off this album, and I think I remember it from the time that I was living out out in the eastern direction. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I don't know. I had no idea what I was getting into with this album overall. And you know, if I'm somebody who judges people by their uh, overall music taste that they bring to me. I was girding my loins. Um, I did not know what I was going to get. I didn't know if there was going to be, you know, you were tucking some, your some, some skirt, really awful. Tucking your uh, skirt between your legs and tying them That's right. Tucking my, my pants into my socks because things are going to get dirty. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, Patrick, what? Uh, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes and elements that make up this record? So, so Adam is... A-T-O-M is Adam Gorin, who uh, is is someone who grew up to be a Philadelphia high school science teacher. And his package is a music sequencer and a BC Rich guitar. Um, It is uh, – electropunk is kind of what it gets called. It's basically simple punk songwriting but with a a sequencer and a synth forming the rest of the band rather than having the rest of a band. Um, Lyrically, it tends to – 
err on the side of humorous, but but not like strictly comedy. Um, and, and a lot of the songs actually talk about real life stuff, and, and sometimes serious topics, sometimes no, less hold serious on a topics. Minute. Hold on a minute. Not all of them. Not all of them. But some of them read talk the, about real life things. Some, we're not going to jump the gun here, but if you've got the the album and you're looking at the back through the song listing, you you'll you don't expect high thought coming no, through a lot of these songs. No, and it's it's not it's not super serious, but it, but it isn't like pure comedy trying to be funny. It's just sort of lighthearted, but occasionally touching on serious topics. And and the music it's it's kind of simple, but I find it really fun, and that's sort of what makes punk work. And to me, sort of the core of it is this is a guy who literally this band started kind of as a joke and then had a life of its own. Um, and it's it's what you can do with yourself and some basic equipment and and the desire to make music. Not what I can do with myself. True. Uh, how would you describe this album music? What would be the themes and elements that caught your attention? Well, when you get one one dude, and it's not just a dude, acoustic guitar, and vocals, it's going to be something that's probably going to be a little strange at parts, right? Um, and this album, musically, seems very manic. It's very much all over the place. Um, and you that sort of plays through with some of the subjects that come up in the album. Um, some of it, like Swagger said, is very serious. Some of it, like Brett pointed out, is not. Um, you have songs about just breaking things down to songs about Palestinians. Um, it's, it's and marrying a very... your grandmother. Hey, hey, right. now. We'll not talk about whether or not that's serious. That's That's for the songs directly. When we go through that section, right? I, yeah. I didn't say which one of those songs was. That's serious. right. We'll I was I was keep an open out. mind because right. Palestine is important, and so is Grandma. Oh, Grandma's very important. Love Grandmas, um, all of them, ladies. Um, but it, the the whole the whole thing, um, the the one man and his his package, uh, as he states, it's simplistic. It's that punk rock is very simplistic. It comes from a very simplistic angle. Um, and it creates, I think, a pretty unique sound. It's not what I would call musically like very well structured. Um, but it's fun in parts. Like, that's the thing. Is <laughs> it's fun. Um, like I said, I found this um, through different holes in people and hearing the name within the like sort of emo and punk scene um and it was one of those like mid to late 90s sort of bands that like it sort of hung out in that wheelhouse that everybody was listening to so I sort of found it from there and I could see why everybody sort of latched onto it when he goes for the more serious subjects it it's a serious subject and whether it be a personal serious subject or a public serious subject, it is treated with respect, but in a very lighthearted nature, tongue is very firmly planted in cheek in a lot of these songs. Um, and I think that's kind of fun. Um, the, the music I think is a lot of fun. The singing is perfect purposely 
off key. Um, I wouldn't say purposely off key, but it's so inconsistent that it's consistent in being so inconsistent, um, which is really super weird. It's the uh, so swaggy P. Consistently inconsistent. I I haven't ever listened to Hot Hot Heat. Is that wrong of me? Should I? Um. Okay. Huge I, I, was, <laughs> I was actually going to liken it to the swaggy P of music for yes. the basketball fans out there. Yes. Um, but I, I'm sort of glad something like this exists. Um, it's not something from me that gets regular play, but it's something that I'm familiar with from the past that when I put it on, I smile and I don't, I wish I could tell you why. Um, Objectively, this is not a great record. Adam and his package is not a great band looking at it from key point standpoints. But like, if I'm just talking about me, hey, sometimes things like this make me smile. So, mm-hmm. uh, Brett, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes and elements that catch your attention? Well, they're well, they're uh. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> All right. There is a large dose of that nasal turn of the millennium pop punk vocal sound, but you know, don't take me as saying this is pop punk at all. Uh, th- this ain't anything, and it is everything all at the same time. I, I, I wouldn't really want to waste my time trying to fit this into a genre because it's going to be ill-fitting at best, and there's nothing else that this is like, and I hope nothing else out there will ever be like this. All at the same time, uh, you know, it, it's 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 really hard to 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 pigeonhole this into one thing. If I were to make a statement to, that would actually be descriptive, and to somebody who had no clue what they're getting into, um, <coughs> only thing as good for is getting a an improper ID three tag and a headache. Um, but uh, one of this is probably one of the most original sounding bands that Patrick has brought to us. Um, you know there is there isn't a huge variation of sounds that are on this album, mainly because there's only one box of tools that gets used in this album, which is fine. I'm I'm happy with that. You know, two guitars, a a bass, and a drum set does pretty good too, and that's not much. But um, you know the 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 songs they have a beat that sort of like a swing beat or like a marching beat a lot of times. Um, there's minimalistic guitar. There's use of bells. Uh, there, there's there 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 is a fair share of doodads and gizmos that come out of a keyboard. Um, they give it a really unique sound. Um, there there's there's some some whimsy that goes along with this. Uh, you know, and really doing all of what they do underneath the vocals, which are really what what what's getting the the main attention here. Um, lyrically, um, this is a farce. Um, and it's a slap in the face to any self-respecting musician. Um, and that's why I enjoyed it. Uh, there, the, everything about this album, uh, was, was made with just enough, like the attitudes of, we want to be bad, but we're good enough at being bad as opposed to good people going out there and trying to be bad purposefully. I think that this was the pinnacle of skill of songwriting that these people had to offer, and uh, they they did. It's like a, a a bad movie that got made by people who thought they were doing really well is always more fun than good people making a purposely bad movie. Um, this this fits every little nook and cranny of my brain 
Um, well, some of it. I wouldn't say all of this is is really you know going to make my brain have anything go on to it. But there are some really, really high points in this album that, that, that gave me warm fuzzies in a way that only something that is this this weird would 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 do but yeah yeah Yeah, it's definitely good points on that on that i definitely agree uh patrick what would be some of the key tracks to zero in on so i'm not gonna do the drew thing where i just name like half of the album because i do genuinely love like half the songs on this album on their own and could talk about them but you're half wrong so that's Uh, i'm i yeah i'm always i'm always wrong let's be honest but the ones the ones I'm going to talk about, uh, Mustache TV, which is a song about putting a mustache on a random place on your television and waiting for the characters on the TV show to line up with the mustache. It's dumb as shit. But There's it's a drinking kind game of, connected to that, is there not? It, it, it is supposedly, so I was reading the internet, which is dangerous, supposedly unrelated, unconnected, created approximately the same time by different people. Supposedly by by Adam himself's thing, which was basically his friend <coughs> brought up this idea, which then someone else turned into a drinking game. Maybe entirely independently. Um, but it's just if you if you look at the songs, the songs are not complicated. His guitar playing is not anything to write home about. But that's what punk is like. If you listen to especially early punk music. The whole point was is. We have something to say. We're not very good I musicians. Your baby today. Oh, but we're sorry. Gonna, yeah. But we're gonna. But exactly the misfits. Like take them. They wanted to say a thing, usually about B movie horror shit. They weren't particularly great musicians, but they did it anyway. And that was that is what punk was built on in its early days. Was was uh, at the time you know in the in the mid seventies when punk started to kick off. It was all like Led Zeppelin and shit and all these guys who are crazy great musicians. And punk was like, well, fuck that shit. We're just going to like play three chords and make songs. And that is a lot of what this builds on is the notion that anyone can make music, including a guy who turned out to be a science teacher in, you know, fucking Philadelphia. Uh, The Palestinians are not the same thing as the rebel Alliance. Jackass. One, I love stupid, long, annoying, overly complicated song titles sometimes. Um, But literally this song is just sort of everything that punk is, which is kind of lyrically biting and, and usually kind of smart if it's going to talk about the world. And somehow this song, this song was recorded 12 or 13 years ago and it's still kind of weirdly timely with the whole like star Wars coming back out and people still not understanding the Israeli Palestinian conflict. And well, this, you know, this came out what what were you 2003. Okay, so this was after everybody kind of figured out that world peace would not be solved in the Middle East yeah. if there was a Palestinian state. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. But but it's I think it's still a weirdly appropriate song now, especially, you know, like this time tail into 2015 new Star Wars movies coming out. Um and just the notion that the Middle East is still a clusterfuck 12 years later. Uh, also Philadelphia. So, and Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia, my favorite cesspool. That is how I describe Philadelphia. <laughs> if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. If you live there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then sort of the 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 hit, if there was one on this record, uh, I'm downright amazed at what I can destroy with just a hammer, which is is sort of an ode to uh, the DIY mentality and, and fixing up your home and 
the notion that like you could fucking destroy anything with a hammer, but uh, lyrically at least. But the song itself, it has great fucking drum programming, which is a a skill that is all too often not true because um, people are terrible at programming drums because they don't understand how you play a drum part on a drum set. So they make something different and it's annoying if you're a drummer. They make um, things that would be impossible to play. They, with they make four things limbs. that either would be impossible to play with four limbs or that would just like, I, um, at least me, I am a shitty drummer, mm. but I am really good at finding a groove and finding like where, like, like a good feel, like a good drum beat that feels right. Um, and that is one of the many things I love about Adam and his packages. He programs drums like a drummer. Not like Wesley uh, Willis. No, but that beat was fire, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like the Cas- Casio keyboard I, so, where you so, hit a button okay. and the Casio keyboard hits the beat. I'm over yeah. here, uh, but never mind. Uh, uh, Wesley, Wesley Willis aside, the person who introduced me to Adam and his packages, my friend James, who now resides in the city of Brett. Indianapolis, Indiana, but originally from here, he introduced me to this and Wesley Willis, which is the sort of, if you know who Wesley Willis is, uh, you know what weird music with a, a sequenced, uh, beat is, although this London rock on Chicago. Yes. (laughs) Rest in peace, Wesley Willis. Yeah. Um, so, and if I'm, if maybe a shout out to the opening song possession, not the one by Danzig, which I think is a great title for a song, especially if you're the sort, if you're the sort of person who listens to Adam and his package, especially in 2003, when this came out, I feel like you're the sort of person who, if you hear a song called possession, your immediate thought is the one by Glenn Danzig. Um, and it's not, and it's got a great synth line. Um, and he, like this is a guy, a guitar, and a sequencer. Twelve years ago, before like everyone had Pro Tools and you know could basically make music with nothing but a keyboard and a mouse. Mm-hmm. And for that, like to me, it, it it sort of overall is like, well, why aren't you? You know, if you are a person who who can play an instrument, and it doesn't matter what it is, well, why the fuck aren't you making music with it? Is sort of the vibe I get yeah. uh, in this whole record. Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do the thing we usually do here on Record Breakers and go for the intro track. I'm going to go with Palestinians and not the same thing as the Rebel Alliance because I believe that this exhibits what I always talk, talk about in the opening track. It should be something that encompasses every bit of what the band can be about. Um, and I think this song does that, but I believe that because of what the song actually is, um, and what it's talking about, uh, Palestinians, um, and the hypocrisy of the, oh, America's bad too, blah, like that whole bit, like, <laughs> and, and, that, and it's also mocking the that? college intellectual. Right. Like it's, mocking, it is. it's mocking the kid who went to college and finally learned that the stuff they learned in history class in high school was mostly bullshit. Well, and it's the, it, yeah, the, the, the America is the, the evil in the world, but like we should protect it's that whole bit, right? It's like Swagger said, it's the college intellectual that, Oh well, we're we're everybody sucks sometimes. Just get the fuck over it. But like, it it's dealing with that tongue firmly in cheek. Let's be clear. You named it 
you have Palestinians and the rebel, like rebel Alliance in the same song title. Like obviously tongue is firmly planted in cheek as far as the lyrics are concerned. Um, and the song is kind of crazy at times musically. Um, so it encompasses that manic nature, uh, that Adam goes for musically while also providing the humor while still dealing with subjects that can be serious. Um, then we get out to everyone. I like this one because the opening guitar riff made me feel like, Oh, like, cause I've never, I know Adam in his package, but I've never listened to all of it. I've listened to bits and pieces. So I'm like, Oh, is he going to get like all scrunch, no snarly, angry punk rock? And then that xylophone sound comes in. I'm like, oh, no, never mind. I'm right. Why? Why would I think that that would happen? I'm dumb. Um, And then we get to the pure, like the more pure, like ridiculous humor of Adam and his package with I'm downright amazed at what I can destroy with a hammer. I'm pretty sure we're all going to be talking about this song. Um, I feel like this song, this song was featured in a video game. I wish I would have kept the page up so I could remember which video game it was. I think it was a snowboarding game. Maybe? I might be wrong. Um, <laughs> um, but, I, I know what you're talking The gears are turning, but I can't. Right. I, I, yeah, like it's, I read going, it. it's going off in my head, and I can't remember because I remember yeah, reading it. Um, and just keep going. <laughs> right. Um, but, like, it was featured, and I feel like it was featured because out of all the songs on this album, this is the most complete without having any reference point to what Adam and his package actually is. Um it makes sense from a musical standpoint. The synthy like loops that are made make sense with the vocals and the guitar mixes in well. So from like a composition standpoint this is the most complete, which is why I can understand that it got brought back up yeah, it's, um, uh, in the game amped Two. I was right. It was snowboard. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, the I only snowboard that game game that matters is snowboard kids. Motherfuckers. I'm sorry, but we, we, I would like to have I'm a being talk sarcastic. about that after the end of the I show. I am full on being sarcastic. I love snowboard. That there are other great snowboarding games, probably as oh, something in the SNES franchise. Snow and, Snowboard and, Kids was great, but I would like to remind you that it's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme that's right on time. It's tricky. It is tricky. Yes. Yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> let's, let's continue yes. everybody. Well, let's we, get back. I, 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 next time on Run Breakers. We need to record the pre-show and the post-show so that you yeah. guys can hear some of the horrible horse shit that we talked about yes. before we get to talk about music and how that then cops back up into uh, into the actual show. But yeah. let's, 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 let's let the show continue. All right. Uh, that being said, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, I can't. I can't talk about this album without bringing up. Does anybody else in this room want to marry his or her own grandmother? Um, that, that there's there's something about this song that uh, that that's got that great digital beat, um, some really simple guitars that goes into the. Then you get like these bells <coughs> and like and 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 a ridiculous melody. Um, yeah, that the song. It's there's not a lot of depth there, but you know that. It's just a song about how much you like your grandmother. That's right. I mean, Get married so you can stay old with me and I can grow old with you. You know, and let's let's purpleize the walls and purpleize the floor. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of a dumbass song that's like, you know, made it, for dumbasses by dumbasses. It's uh, got the dumbass seal of approval. And you know, I I stand by 
dumbass music. Um, by far, probably the most uh, important song on this album to my memory is the one that I'm pretty sure I've heard a million times, but I never put a name to it, and that's out to everyone. Um, it, it's it, it, again, it's got the bells. Um, it's it's really got a real simple beat. There's nothing really amazing going on. Uh, it gets the uh, the the good use of palm muting guitar in there, but you know. Again, not a lot of depth, but it's a it's a song that that knows how how to be is somebody who knows just enough how about how to structure a song, but probably isn't the best at putting things into the the putting all the song Lego pieces together to make like a you know the magnum opus. But it is enjoyable very much, um, and uh, I'm downright amazed at what I can destroy with just hammer. Um, you know, it's a it's a song to. Uh, about uh, the struggles of Jimmy Carter and Habitat for Humanity. Um, no, it's not. It's it's just about a guy who's not skilled at doing anything else when it comes to house repair, but he can swing a hammer. And, you know, that's that's not the hard part of remodeling a house, but it is a part, and uh, I, I'm down with that. Uh, I enjoyed the use of the synths over the punk rock on the, like, on the track, and then uh, it would, the, the traditional instruments would drop out, and then, uh, the, and then they would come back in. Um, as at, at to an effect, and they you know leave you with this this negative space uh, and synth doodads and gizmos. Um, there was no sprawling. I, I didn't hear a cowbell. Uh, the vibra slap nowhere to be found. But the gizmos and doodads a uh, go go. I, I I did enjoy that. Um, gizmos and doodads a plenty. But uh, you know there was there was. There was lyrical whimsy to go along with a lot of this, and you know, if you leave the re- read the lyric sheet um, that goes along with the cassette tape, um, and uh, you'll you'll enjoy some of what this guy twisted out of his mouth. But you know, it, it, overall, those are those are three really good songs. There there are a couple okay songs in there, <laughs> and then there's some garbage. But you know, it's, yeah. it, it, it was a rough time for making music. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm still surprised that uh, that music exists today because in 2003 I can't I can count on one hand how many albums that I purchased and yeah. who paid money for. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's bring it back around the horn, Drew. What would be so your conclusive thoughts on the album? This is an album that's hard for me. Um, because I cannot recommend anybody go out and listen to this record. I can't because it's fucking weird. Mom, listen to this album. It's really great. Right. Like I can't like, here's the thing. We so, have... so no, no comment on that. So I play, I play this occasionally. Like if I'm in the car with my parents, my mom actually thinks this is kind of funny and she has terrible taste in music, but she seems is, to enjoy is it. it genetic? My mom's weird. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. My mom has, my mom's taste in music is hit or miss. She really likes deals gone bad. So my mom, um, my mom too. My mom thinks deals gone bad's the greatest thing ever. So thank you, Drew. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Um, but so like there is, there is a listener to our podcast that we mention quite often, um, because, because he will, he has specifically us on speed dial to give his opinions when he has a pointed opinion about music that we listen to on the show. 
Yeah. Yes. Our um, phones were blowing up today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that person, um, who I guess I'll, I'll let's call him nameless for now. Let's call him yeah. Matt. Let's call, Matt. Yeah, let's call him, um, Matt, the, the, uh, the lovable 40 year old, uh, Matt. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so he will, he will tell us, and I know he, he will probably get to us about this one. Be like, I, I don't get it. And he won't get it. And I would have never suggested this to him if I could, if I could warn him before this show, which I'm not going to, because I think it'll be funnier that way. Yes. <laughs> to not play Record Breakers the home game for this one. But there are the people that I would suggest it to, the people that I would say, oh, you were in the like weird offbeat, like punk rock that was manic and sort of didn't make sense. And like that whole bit, like, those people that I would know that I would recommend this to already know what this is. They've already heard the name. It's just something that they found themselves seeking out or not. But for those people that do know the name and haven't like sort of sought it out yet, I would suggest doing that. If you've heard Adam in his pack, like the name Adam in his package and you've just never gotten around to it. I think it's something that should be experienced. I think it's fun. Um, it puts a smile on my face. It's, it's a, it's a fun time that somehow makes me dance, even though rhythmically it makes no sense most of the time, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It makes me smile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? When we were uh, having a conversation before the show, um, and I, and we did the record breakers, the pre-show, the word that came to my mind was wackadoodle. There's some wackadoodle in this. Um, wackadoodle is something that occurs every now and then on this show. There are not a lot of times that, like, every now and then we'll get our ridiculous albums that mostly Drew brings. But you know, it's uh, he, I'm, and I'm I'm not unhappy for it. Much like him, I'm not going to be like, hey my brother, or hey, uh, my my wife, let's listen to this album. Although I did make my wife listen to some of this, because I'm like, hey, get this shit. <laughs> and she's like, wow. Uh, that's not as bad as it could have been. But, um, you know, and this this album could have been awful. Um, I really hate that style of vocals. I think it's the most awful thing. It makes me think of uh, the, the, the worst bands from 2003 Much Music, uh, like Canadian's Best. Uh, Canada, yeah, Canada's best. Um, when it comes to emo vocals, oh, hi, simple plan. <laughs> uh, that's you know, at least they weren't in French because then now they can invade my country and like look where it got them. Um, um, you know. they so so aside to simple plan and why I joke with them, a girl I went to high school with dated one of the members of a of the band for several months. I bet all of the people that you like talk about in that ago. sentence were really cool people. <laughs> no, 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 the girl was like. Eh, she's a girl <laughs> I went to high school with. I have no real like. I also bet whatever. that Brett was being really sarcastic, and he thinks yes. all the people in that sentence are douchebags. Probably. And I, in 2003, I was a douchebag. Today, yeah. I am still kind of a douchebag. Yeah, but at least douche. I didn't like that kind <laughs> of music. I love that. Yeah. That kind of sarcastic sentence is like my, when my uh, coworker at uh, work uh, will tell me a customer is a she's a very nice lady. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> uh, but yes, as you were saying, Brett. 
Oh, you know, if if you don't want to listen to this album, if if what we've said, if you're doing things the wrong way, the uh, the film sack, uh, the uh, I'm going to not watch the movie until after I hear the podcast uh, game. You don't have to listen to this. Just, you really don't. But if you're into that kind of thing, then do it. You know, if if you're into that kind of stuff. If you're somebody that's just going to sit, like, wants to sit down and listen to a nice, you know, simple, smooth jazz album, this ain't for you. Uh, but if you, if you like Wackadoodle, there's Wackadoodle. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and there's plenty of Wackadoodle. A, lo- a whole heaping spoonful of Wackadoodle for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Swagger, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album overall? Some music is meant to be taken seriously. We listened to Red Volkert a couple of weeks ago, which was great, but meant to be taken seriously. He's a great musician. He wrote good songs. This is kind of the polar opposite. It is not meant to be taken seriously. But because of that, I think it's more fun. Um, and, and just for me, it's this sort of, uh, like I said before, if you play an instrument and you want to make music, fucking make music. Like that is, that or is don't. exactly. That's your choice. No, but. But, like, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be great. Just do your thing. Have fun with it. Enjoy yourself. Uh, this, this to me, this is how this is an, a, an intro to how accessible making music really is. Um, it is simple. It isn't the, the smartest thing ever. It isn't the most musically impressive thing ever. It's kind of far from all of those things. But it's really fun. And, and like Drew said, he doesn't recommend it, but he enjoys it. And that I think that sort of says a lot that it, it's weird if you and and that's sort of the whole point to me of why I wanted to do this podcast. And I think why we all did is I want to listen to weird shit sometimes. I want something different than what I uh, was previously introduced to. And this is fucking weird. And I'm really curious to hear what Squiggle says about this. <laughs> we, we wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. We we're not talking about Squiggles. We're talking about Matt. Matt. Okay, Matt. Matt, our forty year old. I, I want to know what what the what the twenty one year old forty year old has to say about this because he will not like it. But um, he won't I, hold with it. It, it won't well. hold with him. I, I'm just saying this is a guy who has a song called "If You Own the Washington Redskins, You're a Cock." That is the sort of humor you get out of him, but also sort of the, you know, uh, it, it's a little bit biting. It's a little bit poking at something in society that he he does not agree with. And I and I like that. That that's that's punk fucking rock. Like, you know, the that is that is what you know what it should be is is picking at something, poking at something, annoying something. Mm-hmm. That's why punk exists. Yeah. No, I blame disco, but okay. Yeah, that's that's another good uh, uh, factor. Some Next episode facts. of Record Breakers, Blondie's Parallel Lines. <laughs> yeah. And Dude, I'd be super that. up to doing Blondie. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, those are, thoughts, those are our thoughts on Adam and his package and all the other things. Uh, now we get to the main event of the evening. Uh, we get to our haiku reviews. Uh Let's get to it. Let's let's transition over. Uh, who do I start with? Let's start with Drew. What is your haiku? Little oddball, but still a bit of smiles. 
makes no sense to me. <laughs> uh, Brett, what is your haiku? A voice that annoys, but instruments overcome. Lyrically absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, my haiku, which I wrote while uh, uh, Swagger was saying his uh, uh, conclusions. Uh, Adam, his package, and a bunch of wackiness might not be for you. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Zero pretension. Simple songs that somehow work. Fucking fun music. Mm-hmm. Good points. Um, yeah, that's all our thoughts on Adam and his package. Uh, both Adam and his package uh, can be found on our Spotify playlist. Record Breakers the Home Game. Actually, it's called that now. Uh, you can follow along, listen along uh, in anticipation of each episode of Record Breakers on that Spotify playlist, presumably, uh, is next week's album, and it is provided by none other than Brett. Brett, what do you got on the docket for us next week? Well, um, I called a Record Breakers the Audible um, because of uh, Record Breakers the pre-show and uh, Record Breakers the the actual show made me think that I want to bring a Bad Mother's Ball up into this show. We're going to bring... Devo's Freedom of Choice. I'm going to snipe that one right out of Drew's neighborhood. You took fucking Akron from me. You because bitch. I know Drew is going to have more things to say than I am, and Ben Folds can wait. But yes. I really, I, it was a flip of a coin, and Drew had to bring, somebody needs to bring Devo to this show, and then I bring Devo, no, and then now he's going to fit. The words I said were, I've been thinking about bringing Devo. <laughs> but we need to talk about freedom of choice whether or not it's by me or him we will all have things to say oh man i love this song. i love can I, can I just say that like for a certain generation their introduction to mark mother's ball was definitely not devo and that's kind of wonderful yeah well, that's interesting yeah. to that, that that that's something to discuss and something to talk about there will be doodads week. and gizmos doodads and gizmos a go-go Good doodads and gizmos what, what, plenty what about thingamabobs? What oh, about who's it and what's it? What's it? Galore. I, I hope if I find a sproing in that album after all of these years, if I find a sproing, I'm going to like, I'm, I can die happy. Well, uh, you know what? The 20 thingamabobs aside, uh, we will be talking about that next week. Uh, but that's next week and this is this week. And that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. Uh, a little bit of a side note. That's next week's album, but maybe keep an eye out for a little special bonus episode this week. And this is Christmas week, Christmas festivus for the rest of us, maybe for some people. Uh, it's oh, uh, your it's, Kwanzaa rock album. Yeah, uh, we might have a little special bonus episode. You should keep an eye out. Talk about a certain uh, album by it's a, certain uh, it's a luminaries thing. in it's, the games journalism business. It's a uh, thing. It's about uh, music and James games journalism. Yes, it's about music and games journalism. Uh, and you can look forward to that. Uh, just yeah, teasing it. We might we we might mention it on Twitter. Yes, we might talk about it. And if, and if there's a certain person that doesn't get at mentioned in that tweet, I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> uh, that being said, that's then and this is now. Brings us to the end of another episode of Record Breakers. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. 
Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at Hibbity Bibbert, H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at Exclusive for X. I am at PD Rain. The show's at number four. That's Record Breakers, number four. Four Record Breakers. Number four Record Breakers. I'm losing my gimmicks. Record Breakers Podcast.com. Record Breakers Podcast at gmail.com. It's all over iTunes, Stitcher, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Toodles. Steal shit from me. I'm stealing shit from you. You son of a bitch. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>